Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. Look, everything is wrong with this story, isn't it? First, a woman approaches Jesus, which is totally unheard of and completely wrong. Not only is she a woman, but she's a foreigner from a part of the country uh, which is basically outside of Israel, which is full of foreigners, full of the unclean, full of the unfaithful, all of the wrong people doing the wrong things. Not only is she a woman and she is a foreigner, but she comes to speak to Jesus alone unheard of. Not only is she a woman, a foreigner, and comes to speak to Jesus alone, but she speaks to him at all. She speaks first. Unheard of. Not only is she a woman, a foreigner, comes to Jesus um, uh, uh, to speak and speaks first, but she answers him back when he makes a statement. She did everything wrong. And then the other main character in this story Jesus ignores this woman twice. He didn't answer her at all. And in this version of the, uh, of the story, which we've got on the screen, this is the close-up of Jesus' face. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it pretty much tells you all you need to know, that this person had read the story well, the painters of this, of this, uh, of this illuminated manuscript. He's the great healer, and yet he ignores this woman. And then he makes some sort of theological point in the face of enormous tragedy. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Everything about this story is wrong. It's like Alice in Wonderland. It's, it's like a car crash. It's like everything's turned upside down. This is not the way these stories are supposed to go. And you know, in Alice in Wonderland, the Cheshire Cat said, we're all mad here. That's how it feels, isn't it? But all the ways of knowing the world seem to be upset in this story. 
a woman so desperate for her child that she's willing to break all the rules and risks being ostracized herself. A man so focused on his mission that he can't see the wood for the trees. A woman desperately in need of saving becomes the instrument of salvation for someone else. A man who's supposed to be a teacher ends up being taught. An outsider, an outsider from everything to do with the faith of good Hebrews, ends up doing exactly the work that God does. Being on the side of the powerless, her daughter, who is in all senses of the word, the idea of demon possession is that young girl is completely lost to the community. She is other than human because she has been taken over by a demon. Now how we deal with that today and how we link that to issues of mental illness, that's for another conversation. What's important here is that she was at the end of it. There was no possibility of life for her. She was an outsider. And an insider, Jesus, whose job it is to convert others, gets converted himself. And another story, part of the story, an insider who has all the power and all the food, literally he talks about food, denies that to someone in need. And an outsider who has no power is able to grab the scraps and hold on to some power and change things. There's a man coming who knows what his mission is and then there's a woman who knows really what his mission is. Every time I think of this story, and I've, again since last year because it was the anniversary of this photograph, which is called Tank Man, and you will remember it from uh, the uh, protests in Tiananmen Square in 1989. Uh, and this was taken the day after the protests had been cleared out by the Chinese government with tanks. And Tank Man, who is known that way because no one has ever been able to identify who he was, stands in front of the tanks. And if you saw the video, you'll know that, he, that as the tanks manoeuvre to go around him, he moves and stands in front of the tank again. It's one of the most powerful photographs ever taken. Somebody with no power taking what is there and standing up. It's a direct link to this woman. This woman is the madres, the madres of, the, of the Plaza de Mayo. These women, the mothers of the disappeared, with no power, no ability to change anything, taking the scraps of what's there and standing up and living differently. This story turns everything upside down. And of course, we're living an upside-down story too, aren't we? We thought we had the word sort, world sorted out. The people who are the most important get paid the most money. 
the people who are the least important get paid the least money. That's the way it's supposed to work. Now it turns out that CEOs are not as important as shelf stackers at Woolworths. And it turns out the people who care for us when we're old in aged care homes and get paid next to nothing turn out to be the most important people in our community. We've turned the whole thing upside down. And we've got the powerful telling us every night on the television, this is all we can do. This has become very expensive. We can't spend any more money. And so we see night after night the tragedy unfolding in aged care homes. Luckily for us, not here. At least, not now. We can't spend any more money to boost a uh, job seeker or job keeper. We can't spend any more money to look after the university sector, sector particularly those who are on short-term teaching contracts. And we can't look after international students, many of whom we see here at the moment. We've got four new university students working with us from Flinders University, all of whom are international students, all of whom were expecting when they came here to be able to fund their lives here by working in hospitality, and all of whom did, and all of whom aren't now and they are literally, literally going from hand to mouth. If we didn't feed them here on the days they came to work with us, to help us, if we didn't, they wouldn't get through the week. And while we're putting people in um, hotel quarantine, it's small groups like circles of friends all over South Australia who are turning up with funds donated by people like you and me, not government, with food and support for these people. We can't do any more, the politicians keep telling us. And yet ordinary people are doing it. We've turned the world upside down. What we were sure of, we no longer are sure of. We were told that it was okay because only old people were dying from COVID-19, as if it's okay for old people to die of a disease. I mean, those of you who identify as old, it doesn't sound right, does it? I, I didn't used to be old, and now it turns out I am, and that doesn't sound... It's not right. But now, of course, that's turned upside down. Young people are dying too. We would only need job seeker and job keeper at the rate it was for six months. But that turns out to be wrong as well. We thought that all the white-collar jobs would always be secure because it's only ever manufacturing that would be decimated by uh, the, the changes from the Industrial Revolution to the Data Revolution, and that's turned it side down too. There's jobs going in industry as we try and restart our manufacturing. We've turned everything upside down. This woman takes the scraps and makes something out of it and challenges the power structure in that story. So how does it end? Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. I still kind of get, and it just might just be me, but I still kind of read something into this of a sort of reluctance. Yes, your faith is great and therefore you should get what it is you want. But that doesn't sound to me like wholehearted 
openness. It's taking Jesus a while to break out of an entire lifetime of understanding the way the world is. We are the chosen people. Therefore, you are not. It's all about what's happening here, what God is doing in Israel, what God is doing for us as a people. And that is my mission. That's what I've been called to do. And then suddenly, a woman, a foreigner, breaks in on that and converts everything. That's how it ends. Now, I don't know what healing is going to look like. In this story seems to me to be too much like a, a fairy story. It all turns out well in the end. Well, it doesn't all turn out well in the end. And if you think it does, go and look at the newspaper when you get home or the internet. People are still having to go to work when they're sick because we're unable to or unwilling to make sure that they've got enough income so that they don't have to so that we can all be safe. So we're a little way away from that. But this woman had great faith. Peter, a couple of weeks ago, and a couple of verses back, had little faith. And in fact, the disciples get sort of nailed a few times in this gospel about having little faith. But I said a couple of weeks ago, maybe little is enough. Maybe you, don't, you can't measure it. So maybe what's happening here is Jesus is recognising that there is something vast, more vast and greater going on than even he can understand with his closeness to his experience of God. Even greater than he can understand, it's like a steamroller coming in and changing everything. That, well, let it be done, the, 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 you, what you want done, let that be done because it's almost as if he can't get in the way of it anymore. It's just going to happen. And mercy is going to roll down like a river and justice like a stream as one of the great old prophets that Jesus would have just known as well as anyone. Great is your faith. It's all going to be done. Is healing going to come? Well, maybe we'll get a a vaccine and maybe most of us will not be anti-vaxxers and will be willing to receive the vaccine and trust that it will be helpful and maybe and maybe and maybe we don't know but if we trust Jesus trusts in a way that he never expected to this woman trusts in a way that was tenacious and purposeful Let it be done for you as you wish.